Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You are about to listen to the dark forest Let's give you the info about it First of all, you know the websites dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com, if you like a determiner, jackiecation.com, has everything. All my podcasts, including uh, videos of my stand-up, my stand-up schedule, merchandise you can purchase if you would like, and a lot more info than you possibly even need. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and produced and composed that song at the beginning of the show. He sang with his wife, Sarah. It's very beautiful. At the end of the program, he sings his version of the Mexican hat dance. That's Mike Rickberg. Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He is uh, the web designer over there. And Patrick Brady fixes the audio. And in this case, there's a video intro. Very exciting. Anyway, those are the websites. If you want to support the show, you're doing it already by listening to it or watching it. And Another way is to tell your friends and family, go on iTunes, do a review. Another way is to just give me money. Yeah. You could go use the donate button. You can make it even monthly if you're okay with making things monthly. You do a PayPal monthly. There's a monthly choice on PayPal. The PayPal is a button on the Jackie Cation or the Dork Forest website, and it goes directly to me. Thank you very much. I will use it wisely or foolishly. Your call as well. Now. My email address, Jackie at JackieCation.com, is where you can contact me if you have any questions or concerns and about the Dork Forest. And I do have a Venmo account. It's Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. Another way to support the show is on DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com. There's an Amazon link. And the Amazon link just takes you to Amazon. You order like normal, and it supports the show because you came from JackieCation or DorkForest.com. Very exciting. Other than that, oh, there are, there is a band camp. You can, if you have listened to all the episodes that are free and you need more content, there are several live episodes that are at thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. And those cost me a couple of bucks, so I charge a couple of bucks. There's also a storytelling album there that you can listen to some stories that I did live. And there are 17 free episodes before the Dork Forest was pre-recorded. So the audio isn't very good, but the guests were super funny and fun and dorky. So if you want to do that, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. Other than that, let's see if there are other things that I should be talking about. Possibly uh, the merch. Yeah, if you want to buy merch. The only other thing I want to talk about is the merch. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. Uh, and you can get stand-up comedy t-shirts. You can get my albums or my DVD over at JackieCation.com slash merch. There's pins. There's a challenge coin. There's a bunch of new things happening over there. Anyway, a lot of information. I think, I don't think I've missed anything, but who cares? Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room. Uh, actually, I'm not. I'm in the tiny room with the Hot Wheels. And with me is Jason Weems. We've never okay. met. This is it. It's happening. Right Welcome. here. Hey, Jackie. 
Welcome to the to the Dork Forest, where we uh, now Jason Weems. You should know is at Jason Weems Comedy on Instagram and Jay Weems Comedy uh, on Twitter, and I will uh, put the links in the thing. Has you have a new hour that just dropped on Amazon comedy album, yes. album yes. and video. The video is on Amazon called Unknown, and the album yep. is everywhere albums are, and it's called yes, Unknown. It it's called awesome. Unknown. It came out on August fourth. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So just because this is, we're only two weeks ago today. Yeah. So, and this will, this, uh, so you guys, it's probably streaming. It's part of your prime package. Get on it. Oh, yeah. Get on it. Yeah. Very exciting. Welcome to the program. Uh, I love your list of dorkdoms because they always, I I enjoy what's with the Loch Ness? The Loch Ness monster. Let's hear it. Why? Why? Huh? (laughs) I, I, I guess I would ask, why not? (laughs) <laughs> like, why, Fair enough. why is not everybody spending every waking moment <laughs> just googling this thing and like just standing by the side of the lock i mean <laughs> anytime anytime a show comes on about this it doesn't matter what time it is i mean they typically come on like in the wee hours of the night um what if you're just flipping plans. channels and you see it will you stop i just freeze i mean it, it, <laughs> It doesn't matter if it's video, if it's literature. <laughs> if, I see, if I see Loch Ness printed anywhere, I'm like, turn around, turn around. We've got to go back. Like it's, <laughs> go back. Find out. Did they find it? And yeah. what? So the Loch Ness is an actual swimming pool or body of water in Scotland, in right? Scotland, right, right. And yep, and it's been known for years that somewhat people have seen this, you know, People think it's a plesiosaur, one of the dinosaurs from like, you know, with the long neck. Sure, sure. That maybe got frozen during, you know, all of that jazz and then going back out. You know, that's that's my theory. Um, Right. That's your theory. Is that like Captain America frozen in the ice? Exactly. Thought of. Yeah, they, they turned the oven up to 350 and thawed them out. And then... All of a sudden, everything started working again. I did just see I did just see a, a documentary where there's a frog that goes into hibernation that literally mm. freezes over his eyes in the Arctic or Antarctic. It's It was some yeah, national yeah. park. And the damn thing's dead. And then comes spring, uh, it thaws out from the inside of itself out. And then uh-huh. has like a month and a half... To, to procreate and then back to the back to the cave to freeze up mm-hmm. again to freeze up again maybe it's like okay. that maybe it's like that possibly possibly huh. but I mean literally anything about pretty much anything Loch Ness or like animal monster in the water like what how, in the water so do we know yeah do we know how long people have been supposedly seeing the Loch Ness monster is it a hundred years say about a hundred years I think and they okay. say the first guy to say that the first guy who saw was like a respected physician in the area, and that's the reason that people kind of you know Has took- any any credibility. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, there's cameras, so people. There's cameras. There's- has anyone? Well, back, I guess, I guess back then it was those big cameras, though, like with the light bulb explodes. So <laughs> right. It took right. a while to set up. You had a long time to set up, and you had to say to the monster, please don't move. Don't move. Right. <laughs> and, uh... Can we do one more? You blink that time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know how deep the Loch Ness is? Um, I can Google it. 
Yeah. So what, yeah, so what, what, what have you, what have you seen that made you go like, is it just the idea that there's giant monsters that will one day kill us all that hold, uh, what, is, what are they going to do when they, when they become sentient? What's going to happen? For me, it's just the fact I love knowing or, or thinking that there's like mystery in the world still. Like, you know, oh. everything is so connected and technological and everything's instant. Right. And you feel like we know everything. But, like, it's just cool knowing that it might be a big-ass monster. <laughs> oh, do you think you know everything? I everything. don't think you do. Right, right. <laughs> Have so, you yeah, been to northern Canada where the Bigfoot is? Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, I have been to Canada. I haven't been, like, up near where they say they've had sightings and stuff. I've been, like, to, like, Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's hard to go to old town Toronto and hope to see a Bigfoot. Right. Uh, I would actually like to see a Mountie. That would be a, that, 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 that seems, they seem mysterious. I've never I seen. So. I've never seen one either. I've never seen a red suited on a horse. Dudley right. do right. Pad, pad, pad around Mountie. But that supposedly they still they exist, exist somewhere. Yeah. Have you ever been to Scotland? Oh, you just got kicked off. Uh oh, and you're kicked back up. That was your oh, phone carrying yeah, too much. Yeah. Yes, I'm back. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Have you ever been to Scotland? Okay. I've never been to Scotland. I haven't. No. When you go to Scotland, will you go? Uh, absolutely. Like, I've got kids. I've got three little boys. I've got an eight year old son and then twin six year olds. Wow, and that is a lot of boy energy. Holy that's smokes. That's a lot of boy energy. <laughs> but when I say they know their daddy, like, they're really into like that stuff too. Like, you yeah. know. Uh, any type of like uh, stuff to see about like large crocodiles or any type of like there's a show called uh, River Monsters that comes on okay. guy Jeremy Wade and he like catches all these huge fish in like the Amazon River and stuff okay um, so anytime the kids see anything about the Loch Ness or anything like, they're like daddy come on it's on because like, <laughs> they know that you wish to see it they know uh, I wish okay to see it, right? You with small children, you probably have Disney Plus. Am I correct? Oh, my kids are literally upstairs in my bedroom right now watching uh, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief on Disney. Okay, Plus. on Disney yeah. Plus, there's a National Geographic uh, series about the national park system. That's where I found yes. out about the frog that freezes to death. That was okay. the an- that was either the Arctic or the Antarctic. Geography is again not my strong suit. Uh, whatever it is, <laughs> it's the one that has. There's a U.S. Alaska National Park. That's where the frog is. There is also another episode that's about the Everglades in Florida, and okay. that has the coolest crocodile, alligator, crocodile, alligator, whatever the hell, giant beastie. You got to watch. Right. Those are gorgeous. Okay, okay. I'm they're in a, they're a little murdery. For for kids, mm. but uh, but mm. kids love murder sometimes. So it's it's just kids. like like wolves pulling down a a fawn. You'll see occasionally. Okay, but like not now for Yeah, not that bad. Not that bad. But an occasional. Okay. This is the wild. That's what I tell my nieces and nephews. This is not <laughs> an excuse for you to murder anyone. Anybody, you, right? You, you can go to the grocery store and just buy food. You don't have to do Absolutely. this, but that is not an option here with these animals. Okay. Absolutely. So you might, they might like that. You might like that because it's the alligator. All that crazy stuff, in the right, al- right. in the Everglades. Crazy. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna check it out. Okay, and um, so 
there's there's your Bigfoots and your and your Loch Ness. I look at my notes. Bigfoot Loch Ness. I think I now me and my older brother, we do feel as though we saw a Bigfoot when we were children. This okay. is over in in outside of Washington D.C. where my grandmother lived. So I live in Baltimore. D.C. is about an hour away. Okay. And there was a, there's a huge forest that backed up to my grandparents' property. And it was a stream down there, like a little body of water, and then you crossed over the stream, and it was just woods as far as you could see. Wow. And we used to beg our parents to go down there and, like, you know, throw rocks and catch crayfish and all that stuff. Yep. And we went down there one day, and literally as soon as we got down there, we heard, like, like intense, like, rustling through <laughs> the, the tree line. Sure. And then, I promise you, we called it Monkey Boy, me and my older brother. And we okay. still sweat. <laughs> there was a large falling out from the community. <laughs> How tall we, was this? Yeah. Monkey Monkey Boy, I'm saying I was probably fourth grade and my brother yep. was probably sixth sixth grade. But okay. from what we remember, we think that Monkey Boy is probably probably about eleven feet tall. Eleven so, feet tall. And eleven feet tall. So we ran back up to the house and ran back up to the house like so excited, like we were crying. Like out of breath, telling my parents that like, we saw we saw the monkey boy in the woods. <laughs> giant monkey cameras. boy. <laughs> my grandma's like, Don't calm miss down, it. baby, calm down. Yeah. yeah. And your parents were like, "Oh, it's just one of those guys that's hiding porn in the woods. Uh, let's go <laughs> exactly. roust. Let's go beat the bushes." Uh, I grew up in Wisconsin, oh. and there was like a little. There was a place called Ross and Woods, and uh, okay. you could go and hang out there. And the boys. You would occasionally find hefty bags full of porn and then yeah. or magazines or whatever. I one uh, time saw what very possibly could have been a monkey boy. Uh, this was an yeah. adult man uh, with a trench coat okay. who wasn't wearing mm. any clothes on underneath his coat. Gotcha. And it was a lot yeah. of it was some sort of caricature of, of a flasher. And uh, right. I was in fifth or sixth grade. I was like, yeah, that's a monster. I'm going to run away from it. <laughs> <laughs> so we let that go. Um, Let that one go. Right. Yeah. So will you, have you taken your children on like a camping, like would you go looking for? Oh, absolutely. I don't know if I would like actively go out and like set up cameras on the trees. Don't you think they should do that? Like. I've seen that on some episodes of like, it's it's a show called Finding Bigfoot. Yeah. And like these guys, they strap (laughs) these like, these thermal cameras to the trees at nighttime. Yeah. to, To catch thermal imaging and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, I would totally take my kids to, uh, just a normal, just adventures. Like, right. We spend a lot of time in the woods now, like, you know, just hiking and like climbing over stuff and, you know, lifting up huge rocks and looking for lizards and, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just kind of just literally doing what children should be doing, which is wandering the woods, uh, not staring at a screen as much as possible, even though it's not particularly possible right now. So, (laughs) yeah. uh, Oh, that's awesome. Because because I like because I your love of Home Depot, I think, mixes into this. Don't bring up Home Depot. (laughs) (laughs) What's touching me in my heart? Uh Well, how do you know? I've been to a Home Depot. I, yeah. as far as I could tell, people work at a Home Depot. I've never, I've seen them in the distance. Uh, right. I can't find any guy or woman to, with an orange vest on to talk to me. How do you it's do like it? Every time you get close, they disappear. Right. Bam. They're gone. Just gone. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do a lot of research on my own. So typically when I go in the store, I know what I'm going for. Okay, do you go so, with like a, a, a floor layout where you're just I like, do. I know, th- what? So I, I've, got my, I've got a Home Depot app on my phone, which has, you type in your zip code and it shows you a store layout of your local store. Oh, this is a so, huge reveal. This is a yeah, really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And it gives you like the, the aisle number, like it'll say like A, Ben 30, like all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. Um, so it's very rare that I have to like look for somebody like the, the bagger Vance employee. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Well, cause do you ever need somebody to saw a piece of wood? Do you ever need that? Um, I have once, um, and it took 45 minutes to locate. <laughs> yeah. Page and Mr. Charles, Mr. Yeah. Charles, please come to Millwork. <laughs> Mr. Charles was nowhere to be found. Mr. Charles uh, was taking a lap and didn't want any he part of it. Definitely- they are so huge. Do you ever just yeah. browse? Do you ever do you browse at the Home Depot? I do. I like the smell of it. Okay. I like the smell of I don't know. I guess it's the building materials. <laughs> it I is. Guess. It's it's wood and oil and oil. and just sort of weird yeah. packaging. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so I mean, my father and my grandfather they were all kind of handy. So I grew up kind of fiddling in tool sheds and stuff. Oh, so can I think you? I find, yeah. Go ahead. Do you know how to hang a door? I do. What? This is amazing. I do know how to hang a door. (laughs) I do know how to hang a door. I do light electrical work. I put up ceiling fans. I do some plumbing. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. And a lot of it's just trial and error. It's just me literally like screaming (laughs) to my wife, like, shut the water off. Shut the water (laughs) off. I love, I love that. Yeah, here, what I'm hearing is a willingness that I don't have. I have, uh, a, I have a willingness to somehow find three hundred dollars so I can call a dude. I got you. <laughs> but I there mean, is a sense of accomplishment. Like if you can, oh, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Like I was out. I got some projects in the yard that I'm doing right now. Um, what are you doing? Cutting out, cutting out some uh, like four by four sections of wood that we're putting down to kind of make a defined walkway. Okay. Um, yeah. So that, and then we got some painting projects going on. Uh, just painted a fence. Um, very Huck Finn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very Huck Finn. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I like it's something peaceful about me, about that to me. Like just, just I don't yeah. know. It's just something. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's away from everything. I have that with gardening sometimes where I just, because yeah. I, I have a vegetable garden and I just, mm-hmm. there's something about rooting around in the garden. I I do tend to neglect it. Like I get that piece uh, and then I forget about the piece that I get from fiddling diddling. And, uh, yeah. but if I, but if I do it, there's a, there's a sense, first of all, fresh tomatoes, you can't really go wrong. And go then, wrong yeah. And then the, the fiddle and diddle of actually planting and weeding and making sure everybody's, you know, right. getting enough water. There, there is a certain amount of yeah. peace to that. What? Uh, so we, you're making a sort of a walkway in uh, among the yard? In, among, yeah, yeah. Um, we kind of got some steps to kind of go down from the back of the house, but then it kind of just flattens out into the grass. So okay. Just kind so of what, extending the walk. What if you needed to move a wheelbarrow? That would be now you would have you're going to have a, a hard surface that will be easier than uh, some right. sort of mu- muddy grass. Exactly. So. How about, okay, uh, do you have the right tools? This is always, this is always the question. Do you kind of collect them? 
I do. Like, I've got a huge tool collection. Um, we, we actually were getting to the point now where the house is getting too small for the family. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Three boys? most of my yeah. tools, right, right. Most of my tools are like inside of like Tupperware, big Tupperware containers, like those tubs and stuff. <laughs> right, right. I've, I've got the stuff that I can get to quickly to my screwdrivers and tape measuring saws and stuff and caulk. All that type of stuff. <laughs> Just um, a, caulk is always, yeah. That that'll that'll fix that'll fix stuff. Um, I will caulk any damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> caulk is the fancy man's duct tape. Uh, it really is. <laughs> they should print that on the tube. <laughs> that it is true. By the way, I am talking with Jason Weems, who is at Jason Weems Comedy Instagram at J Weems Comedy on uh, Twitter, and has a comedy special you should go watch on Amazon called Unknown. So yeah. now, now we all know that. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, now this also leads into it. We we can get into like the other one that I know nothing about, but the whole idea okay. that you love a post-it. Is oh, is funny. like a good post-it note. <laughs> now, what the post-it note? I, anybody, you talk to anybody who knows me like intimately, my family, my wife, like, like if if you see like a nice set of post-it notes, people will be like, oh, Jason would love that. Like, <laughs> oh, have you been gifted post-it notes? I have. My wife used to give them to me all the time when we first started dating, oh. and it was it's what I, it's what I first started writing jokes on. Oh, okay. When I when I first started stand-up, I used to carry those pads in my pocket. This is, like, really before, like, cell phones really got big or people yeah, yeah. all their notes like that. Well, you don't, and it's you don't, something... You don't have, like, a notebook? I, I do, but it's something about... I used to like having the little squares because then when I would, like, construct a set, I could, like, stick them on the wall in individual pieces. Oh, you would storyboard your set. Right. With right. post-it notes. Yeah. Do you like a, it, a standard yellow or what do we, or do you mix it, it started, up? It's, my, my, my addiction started off with yellow, but then it <laughs> yes. moved into the greens and the blues. Um, sure. I've got some purple ones that I'm enjoying a, a quite a bit right now. <laughs> um, it's almost like a, almost like a <laughs> lavender. Beautiful. <laughs> it's very beautiful. Uh, what are, are you saving any? Are there any that are just have anything yeah. that you're saving? Well, yep. I, I, I save all. Well, you mean like and, and not write on them? Or? Right. Exactly. Like not. Uh, are, are there uh, any that you're saving? You're like this is going to be. This is oh, going to be. No, I haven't found one that I've, I've saved that I won't write on. Okay. Um, good. But, I, I don't know but why. Every That's one good. that I've ever written on, I've kept. I mean, so like, how do you keep them? They, they don't keep their stick. Yeah, do they? I, I, I used to put them in. So when I first started, well, even before I started comedy, I was such a fan of it, but I was scared as hell to do it. Um, but I was writing these jokes or what I thought were jokes or ideas, but then I would sort them out. I'm, I'm a real big meat freak. I like organization. Okay. So, I mean, I would literally have shoe boxes, shoe boxes under my bed, like old Nike boxes. With like okay. gallon with gallon Ziploc bags stuffed with post-it notes, and they were categorized. So I had like a family bag, a sports bag, a oh. relationship bag, and so my parents actually thought I was selling drugs because <laughs> you needed so many baggies. You're like he's yeah. running through the sandwich bags. He must be selling drugs. <laughs> No, I'm collecting post-it notes. I'm collecting post-it notes by yeah. category. Uh, I was going to yeah. ask if you ever transcribe them into a notebook or onto the computer. Do you ever transcribe yeah. your jokes? I, I try. I tried to at some point, 
say, I mean, when I say it's so many, it's yeah. it's such yeah. a bad, I would have to hire somebody to right. literally to care. Them and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do want to do that. That's like a passion project, like further down the road to like get all of these things typed up and put into a book. Yeah, that'd be, uh, so you have them bike, essentially it's a filing system, but with baggies yeah. and post-its inside of baggies. So if you right. are like, there, I wrote a joke about dogs. I know I did. So you uh, go into one of these bins and you find the animal bag or the dog bag, and yeah. then, then you just go through them. Because that's such a, that'd be an interesting way to be reminded of bits that you had lost. Like you were like, oh, this never exactly. went anywhere. Do you exactly. use a standardized size or are we using the tiny ones and the and the long ones? Oh, yeah. This is like the like this size right here. Like huh. like those. You oh, see? that that is a standard. That's a standard yeah. square. And as you see here, I have to pay Eric and I oh. have to tell him <laughs> this is the guy who cuts my grass. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't forget to so pay I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, post-it notes are great. I love greeting cards. Like blank, like blank greeting cards. Like oh, the I ones that have the picture, you open it, says nothing. It's just nothing, right? Like, <laughs> I get like, I mean, just real, like really nice uh, with designs and papyrus makes really nice ones. Oh, yeah, they do. Like a little fancy gold sticker that you put <laughs> on the back. And I sure. like to just sit down and write like a good handwritten sentiment to people. Like, that's the, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, I mail cards to all my family for like birthdays and Christmas oh, the- and like, right individual messages oh um, that's that's awesome we uh yeah yeah that's uh that were you taught as a child to do thank you cards do you think it might have come from that or my my mother and my grandmother which is my mother's side of the family in particular are extremely thoughtful people right? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> because it it sounds like you're casting aspersions by the others but you're not because it's really Correct. actually quite difficult to be a thoughtful person and so it is, it is kind of surprising to be raised by people who are incredibly thoughtful <laughs> so i saw that from them like right. like you said like somebody would send a gift and then they would go out and buy a gift because they got them a gift. <laughs> it's just wow. fish going back and forth in the mail. Yes. And- I-, I was raised uh, by monsters. Uh, but what I oh, love shit. about my, eh, could have been worse. Uh, but my mm. stepmother was very funny because she was always like, well, you have to write a thank you card. And I was like, Ugh. and she's like, fine, you have to write a thank you card because you will not get any more gifts from this person unless you write a thank you card. So that is uh, why you have to write oh, a thank you card, right? And I was like, can I make it about you? Yeah, there you go. Now now go write a freaking thank you card. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. and so it came to pass, but it was a nice, it was an excellent lesson because, uh, yeah, because yeah, eventually you could, I mean, empathy, I think, could be taught. <laughs> so right, right. Uh, for, the, for the rare person who has, that is born with empathy, empathy that's beautiful uh the rest yeah. of us bit of a learn skill i think it is a learned skill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and i'm willing sure i'm not a monster uh i can learn things uh so all right so you got uh great what what are your um oh you have you have a stationary deal what just happened i love that i'm just uh, reading this oh, now i was saying I, I want to be the first comedian with a stationary deal <laughs> You know, everybody has tennis shoes and all this yeah, clothes. Yeah. So I want to deal with post-it notes, like a straight-up endorsement deal. 
where the commercials, I'm like writing jokes. I'm putting this into the universe. So the That's universe, it. if you listen to I said it first on the Jackie and Cashier podcast. Exactly. So, Dear 3M. Yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and, uh, attainable goal, I think. Why not? Because it's. Uh, I know not? that there is. Uh, there's a a, a a greeting card company that uh, I submit jokes to, nice. uh, and then they print the cards up. They've only done two of mine, and okay. um, you could either get this. The deal was is they could either pay you five hundred dollars uh, for uh, they get it in perpetuity, whatever witty yeah. birthday thing you wrote and right. or you could get a royalty deal and uh, uh and then you would get like 12 cents a thing forever and i was like oh please just give me the 500 dollars. i can't oh, imagine sure. and i can't imagine this is gonna be a a thing That's a slow death. yeah but it's so funny every year they send me a breakdown they're like this is what you would have gotten in royalties and uh i was like very passive aggressive well played yeah yeah what's it up to you know, it's like past 500? It is past $500, actually. Okay, so, okay, uh, okay. so they they are just trying. I mean, they, the thing is, is when I submit, they just are like, just do the thing where we don't have to come up with $500 right away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're all, it's all about lateral income. And, That's um, all it is. But I, I like uh, I like postcards a fair amount, and some okay. people like a nice uh, stationery with stickers. Do you do you have a sticker? Do you like a sticker? I do like a nice sticker. Okay, um, that's one of the reasons I love the papyrus cards so much. It comes with a nice gold embossed. It's like oh. raised, right, right, it's like a peacock. Yeah, and you oh. kind of push it to the back of the card on the envelope. It makes it feel like it's one of those old, like, wax like, seals. Yeah, the ring that you, you know, Game you drop some, that's it. And you drop a little <laughs> yeah. wax and then you put it. I was always curious that they never burned their fingers. Um, I know they did. Yeah, some of them had to initially until they learned the trick of it. Uh, sort of right. like uh, starting a grill. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you like physically writing over typing. Do you, because I, I don't do much, I don't do much comedy set lists on my phone okay. either. Right. Just, just because yeah, I, I like think. To, uh, even if, even not just comedy per se, just in general, if I'm writing my to-do list, if I'm writing anything that means anything to me, huh. it feels like it's not real until I put it in ink. Okay. Like until I physically had that motion of my hand moving and touching the paper and the pen, it doesn't feel real when I'm on a keyboard. What are you going to do when they want you to write a book? Get a whole bunch of those long yellow <laughs> legal pads. Right, the legal pad uh, ones <laughs> that, that also stick. And the exactly. large, you're going to have to use gallon uh, baggies. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, because I, uh, it's interesting. Some people do still write, you know, they use either the, an old timey typewriter or, right. or hand write like the great, you know, the great American novel or some memoir thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think you would write a, a book longhand? I would at least try. Okay. I would definitely, I would definitely try. Um, because I know I feel more creative when I'm writing longhand compared to typing. Okay. Um, yeah. Even with even with jokes, I've I've tried an exercise before. You know how when you're first hit with that energy of a new idea, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. let me go write this down." Yeah, yeah. I've tried before when I've written it by longhand, mm -hmm. and then take it to the stage, and then I've tried it when I type it to the, into my phone, and then take it to the stage, 
And I'm not sure if it's a mental thing, but it feels like the ones that were written longhand have a higher success rate. I find um, that's interesting. And I find that if I type it out, I can't like I can with my even with my crummy penmanship, I can get more of the idea down faster if I just Mm -hmm. write it out and I can lose things if I'm typing it on my phone, even though I type pretty good, pretty fast on the phone. I just I think I I get more of the organic feel of what the bit's going to be about in those two sentences for some reason. Exactly, exactly. And that's always what I'm chasing. Yeah. Yeah. What mm-hmm. about pens? Do you like a, a, a nice pen? I do like a nice pen. Now, I, I feel like as I'm getting older, I feel like my desire and, and want for those is going to increase. Um, <laughs> you may become a pen collector. You know, like some people I collect like watches. Like yeah. 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 I also, like, I'm a watch guy, too. I, I have a, a fair number of watches. Not like something insane, but I probably right. got like 12, 12 watches, something like that. That's I have three and I feel like that's too many because I just got the two got two you. wrists and uh, what uh, <laughs> is is there a brand? Did you go by brand or um, did you go by look? Um, oddly enough, I w- I went by brand initially, mm-hmm. but all that that brand just by chance always had my favorite look too. Okay, because um, so I used most to of my watches are fossil. I was gonna say. Cause I, cause I like the idea of, of the, fo- I have a fossil and then I have a Seiko yeah. because I didn't, okay. cause, cause Seiko, uh, fossil didn't make, you know what I wanted? I wanted a lady watch. I wanted a delicate lady uh, watch, uh, I cause I, I wanted to do something here, uh, to make it more delicate and ladyish. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> but the, cause the fossil I had, um, the, what I like about it, it has a nice big face on it. So you can right. see what time it is when you're doing a set, right? It's easier. Yeah, yeah. The Seiko has a super clear, much smaller face, but you can see mm-hmm. all the numbers super clearly as well, which is right, literally right. what, like, what are you wearing one right now? No, we're, we're, we're in a no yeah, watch, watch zone. Watch this right now. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, but yeah, a good watch what? is nice. Um, I love a good pair of shoes. Okay. Shoes and watches. For clothing items, shoes and watches are my thing. My my fellow, my husband, uh, says he is often disappointed by the uh, the lack of ways that men can be uh, fashionable. And uh, uh, there's really, it's just watches and shoes. And uh, right. he, he always wears, uh, there's an Italian, uh, <laughs> he wears red shoes all the time. Red leather shoes. And the okay. current brand that he's wearing is an Italian brand called Brutini. Which may I or may not have heard of, of Brutini before. That name sounds familiar for some reason. Here's a weird thing. So he bought a bunch of, he got like these, um, there, he has several pairs. He got a blue pair to go. When we got married, he wore this amazing suit that had a stripe down the side, kind of like Han Solo, kind of like yeah, a marching yeah. band situation. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, but he, he bought, um, and he bought three different pairs of shoes to try out because it's over the mail and you got to try them on. And right. um, so he's sitting around with my dad, Elliot Cation, 83 years old, aging horn dog. Yes. Uh, and he is a delightful man in many ways, but he is uh-huh. also very dapper, super dapper. And okay. they were talking about shoes. And my dad was, uh, my, my husband, Andy, was like, why, whenever I go to order shoes, all of the models are black men. Why, why are there no white men that are modeling these cool shoes? And right. my dad says, because they don't take care of them. That's why. 
black men take care of their shoes. And I was like, wow, that is sweeping. That is a sweeping statement. Yeah, it's a sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's not, it's not, uh, right. it's not rude. <laughs> so uh, right. that's not a rude you, thing. Right. It's a positive, it's a positive statement. Andy takes care I of his shoes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't be whiter. We did that 23 and me thing. And he found oh, out sure. that he's 99% white guy. <laughs> <laughs> it just said that in the paper. White guy. Yeah, he was just <laughs> like, "Welcome to the British Isles. You're part. You're 99 percent British." I was like, "All right, hilarious. man. All right, good for you." But uh, but it was hilarious. so. What kind of shoes do you do? A dress shoe or do you do a sneaker? Um, I like a little bit of all. I've I've got a few nice pairs of dress shoes. Uh, I've got some straight sneakers. I've got some kind of like hybrids. It's kind oh. of like a casual that looks like it. You know, you could you, wear it with like a nice pair of jeans, you know, like a button-up right. shirt or something. Right, like a Saturday night show where you get a, a sort of a, a special sneaker. I I myself have exactly. a special show sneaker that you know I wear. I mean? Yeah, you know yeah. what it is. Uh-huh. They're they're yeah. van they're vans and they're the Avenger uh-huh. vans. And uh, nice. Adidas had an amazing pair of uh, Captain Marvel. Um, uh, Adidas sneakers that uh, uh-huh. were sold out within moments and, uh, and now they're $900. Oh, wow. But okay. uh, I'm good. I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm fine. I can't I don't, do that. Yeah, I don't need that. Shoes, I don't pay like over like $70. Like anything over 70 bucks. It's, like, <laughs> mm. it's a special treat. If it would yeah, be. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, I've spent, I think I've, I, you know, that's how I know that I'm rich now is because I bought, uh, uh these are just walking shoes, but they're super comfortable. Okay. I just, I just showed you my shoe. Uh, but the, uh, uh, <laughs> Flex, <flexing> on me. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm going to show you this. Uh, and, and uh, I think that they're like, I don't know. They're, they're literally walking. They're nothing fancy. They're just walking shoes. Yeah. But I like them so much that I went back to buy them, and they said they were being discontinued. And I bought two mm. more, and oh. they're each. They, I believe they're each seventy five dollars. Okay. And yeah, so I bought two pairs of seventy five dollars shoes, and I was like, "Yeah, I must be fabulously wealthy now because I don't care, and I get to buy. Right. Uh, it's fancy shoe time, I guess, in my yeah, here yeah. in my twilight years." <laughs> but when you find a, a pair of shoes that you like, you got to get more than one pair. Like, Because they they change them all the time. All the time. And it's always the stuff that you like that they discontinue. Yeah. Everything else is available. Yes. Do you, okay, so do you go with, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, back, to, I'm back to your shoe collection. Do you go with Let's a black it. dress shoe, a brown dress shoe, or do you like to uh, make them pop? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like brown is typically my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my favorite suits are like navy blue and like uh, okay, e- even some grays that work well with brown. Um, nice. And are they a wingtip? Are they a, are they a wingtip um, or are they just a straight? I've got an assortment. I've got some that's got a rounder toe. I've got some with a, a wing on it. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I like to mix it up because you never know what you're gonna get into. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And when you do that, because you have several watches, now I need to know what color mm-hmm. is your wallet? Ah, I have a brown wallet. It's like a leather like a or caram- like a yeah, a leather, like a caramel leather. Uh, um, that's interesting. With like blue lining, it has blue lining. Oh, okay. Like white, polka, white polka dots. That's lovely. Okay. 
it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful it's, it's a, a beautiful it's item a beautiful piece. Yeah. <laughs> i i have i have to, I, the dork forest is full of people that will tell me at length what their opinions are about these items and one okay. of my one of my brothers does not enjoy a brown wallet or brown shoes. He'll only do a black shoe and a black wallet, and the wallet's got to match the, the shoe, and he's out of uh, his He's It's fine. Uh, the, I Nothing but support. Uh, but, right. uh, uh, but the... Uh, but, some, but I like... I like the, and, and he has a huge uh, problem with anyone who cares a Velcro wallet. He's like, what are you, eight uh, years old, going to soccer? Yeah. What's happening? And, I've got a problem with that, too. Just a... <laughs> that's a terrible... <laughs> I've got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch is on me. Yes. It is, it is not a good, yeah, it is not a good sound. Yes. So yeah. we have, none of us have had any reason to dress up or um, uh, uh, in the last five months, which is uh, fine by me. I tend to wear a suitcase. Yeah. I just, I, I tend to wear a sackcloth and ashes anyway. But um, <laughs> the, uh, um, but I like, have, have you done any sort of dressing up? Have you, have you tried to make quarantine um, kind of? Um, not really. I no. just kind of, it is. Michelle Michelle Obama said this in her DNC speech last night, but it is what it is. So, it, is it certainly is. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been wearing a lot of track pants, mostly sure. track pants, <laughs> and like basketball shorts. Sure. Um, that's mainly the outfit. I mean, t-shirts. Most, I haven't ironed anything since like March, maybe maybe fourteenth, something like that. Sure, that mid March is when we all came off the road. Right, right, and, right, right. And we're all seeing each other from this, so there's absolutely like I'm literally wearing cargo shorts, which should not have yeah. happened since 1999, <laughs> and they're not even mine. They were my mother uh-huh. was. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, she left them out of home. Yeah, she's. It's, yeah, there's just I got several pairs. It's it's a long yes. story, but um, but that would be kind of like because you, you know sometimes we uh to jazz up a night here here in the right. uh, in the Cation Ashcraft home, uh we uh-huh. like to uh sometimes get in the car, go through the drive through at the ice cream store, mm. uh, and literally that is been the night out, and the rest hey. of. That's that's we haven't really we haven't really hey. we've gone for walks, and we right. sit in the backyard a fair bit. But that's um, and we're lucky to have that's a backyard. It. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Us too. We've got a beautiful yard here, and we live in the city. But I mean, okay. for the city, we've got a big, big yard for our area. Um, right. So I mean, so, so the kids, kids can play catch. Yeah. 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 All that okay. jazz. That's cool. Um, I walked. I went for a walk today in our neighborhood, and someone had bought a, a giant blow up like yard pool, and their yard oh, wasn't yes. their yard wasn't any bigger. And our yard isn't particularly big, uh, but it would fit. Right. It would take up a good portion of the space, but it might be kind of nice to have a uh, something. Yeah, I'd just sit in the water. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, here we are. Now, the thing is, is um, I am, of course, talking to Jason Weems, uh, Jason Weems Comedy on Instagram, at Jay Weems Comedy on Twitter. The album and the special are both called Unknown on Amazon, if yes. you want to watch the special. And then everywhere where you listen to an album would be where you'd listen to that album. And then um, I am willing to go here just because this cannot... Yes. It's always a bad... <laughs> I don't know anything about music. So Jay-Z okay. is your favorite. Yeah. It was one of your favorite singers or your favorite. 
he he's yeah. As far as hip hop goes, I think he's the greatest of all time. Okay. I I, I will argue with anybody in any setting. It doesn't matter. Church, <laughs> funerals, uh, <laughs> right. proms, it don't matter. The top he of the Empire outside. State Building in a romantic moment. It does moment. not matter. Okay. Right. <laughs> and I have. I've argued with people in several locations. Who's um, telling you this isn't so? He seems to be very successful. I don't he's know. He's very I- successful. <laughs> but the argument, all, anytime when you argue about hip-hop, the counter-argument is Biggie or Nas are typically the guys who get thrown around as okay. far as being either better than him or, and at that point it's like a jump ball. It's a matter of opinion. And Yeah. Uh, you just gotta just, everybody just respect each other. Step away from the topic. Step away from the topic. <laughs> my, my, my oldest son is named after Jay-Z. Oh really? My first, my firstborn, uh, Jay-Z's real name, his government name is Sean Carter. Okay. Um, oh, do you name him Sean? Oldest, my oldest son's name is Sean. And his middle name is actually from Biggie. Biggie, Notorious B.I.G., right. another famous Brooklyn rapper. His first name was Christopher. Okay. So my son's first name is Sean Christopher. This was his first name. See, the only introduction, and this is not the old, every three or four years I'll buy another hip-hop album. So, but yeah. in 1989, I bought my first hip-hop album, and it was okay. KRS-One. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I am a snob for that guy. Because I like, uh-huh. and, and essentially, uh, uh, and then I listened to every rapper that he mentioned for three years. I got you. And then I mm-hmm. stopped listening to hip hop at about 92. Many okay. years went by. And then I think I bought yeah. a Common album or a Lupe I Fiasco. Um, but All I bought. Right. But, but initially it was, it was uh, KRS One and then Big yeah, Daddy right. Kane, who is not particularly political at all, but right. uh, Romance with No Finance. Is a damn nuisance. Mm-hmm. Still speaks to us Absolutely. all. Absolutely, amen. Um, and um, but <laughs> but the things. So Jay Z, when did he start again? Was it late nineties? Um, so Jay, his first album dropped in ninety six. Okay, in that June was the dead years. Yeah, those were the dead years for me. That's right, what my problem you. is. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So ninety six okay. is when he dropped, and he had just the work ethic that I identified with. Um, he started kind of like mid-20s as far as when his first album came out. So, I mean, a little bit older than some folks, you know. Okay. Uh, but the way that he worked was almost like in dog years. So, I mean, every year he would drop an album. Every summer there was a Jay-Z album. So, 96, 97, 98, 99. Wow. And he just did this relentlessly. Um, just it cranking it like, out. Yeah, and it wasn't like the albums were bad. You know how sometimes when the the rate of production is that high, <laughs> yes. quality stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, it's like how much have you grown in the last eleven months? <laughs> right. So, right. It's like it's yeah. it's like yeah, it's those comics who put out an album every year, and you're like, oh man, this could have used another six months, my friend. Anyway, uh, exactly. so but Jay Z, no. Yeah. Uh, no, it always seemed like he was able to tap into past experiences with a level of detail that made it feel like, I mean, this guy's storytelling skills are just out of this world. I mean, the way that he bends words, the way that he uses, sometimes he'll, it's, it's him taking a pause or leaving a word out, which makes the thing rhyme. You know, okay. sometimes it's, it's the no, he'll make a noise in between a verse. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, 
it's a lot of, you know, different theatrical and uh, it's, it's a lot of skill set that goes into it that, I mean, and then just his, uh, the, the, the presentation, the, this is a um, this is very yeah this is the best explanation because that one of the things I like about hip hop is the storytelling, but there's yeah. also these musical things that he has to know where it's where because mm-hmm. the the pausing and the and the music yeah. Yeah. is is he his own DJ? I know that this is common knowledge. <laughs> Who's his DJ? I don't know. Well, his his producer is a guy named uh, Guru. Okay. Um, uh. He's been associated with a couple of different DJs over the years. I mean, he it's not so much like, you know, back when rap first kind of kicked off in the, you know, 80s and stuff. Typically, the rapper had a DJ. Like, it was you know, just Fresh Prince and, and DJ Jazzy Jeff or whoever yeah. you want to say. Yeah, yeah. So, Jay, Jay doesn't have a situation like that. Um, but uh, He collaborates yeah, with I mean, a bunch of different people? He collaborates with, yeah, different people. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jay is... Uh, one of those guys who, and typically I have a, a Jay, my, my wife jokes me all the time that I have like a Jay-Z verse for any <laughs> circumstance in life. Like if something happens, like, oh, here he comes. Cause I've always got something that, that kind of makes sense. Some lyrics that just speak to you for that moment. Exactly. Uh, yeah. What do you, do you got anything right now? What's, what's playing in, uh, in K Jason Weems right now? Um, as far as music or. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, like, um, like if you were to, is there ever, like, whenever anyone mentions hip-hop, I literally, I consistently think of a, a, a KRS-One song gotcha. about the cops. Okay, okay, okay. Do you, you said, you said, did I have one for? For Jay-Z, like, like when oh, someone. Just like, just, like, just like, like a song that always goes my mind there. Yeah, um, or commonly. My, yeah. Hmm. I mean, my favorite Jay album, it was Reasonable Doubt, which was his first album that came mm-hmm. in 96. It was that album for quite a bit of time. Um, but then he just released an album, I want to say probably about two years ago, it's called 444. Okay. And I'm somebody who uh, believes in signs and believes in, you Big know, foot, the universe speaking locks. to you. Lockness. All that good stuff, right? Sure. Right. <laughs> I'm a and, bit of a and, crystal and, clutcher myself, so I've I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And four, four, four is a number that's supposed to represent, you know, like good fortune. It's supposed to mean that you're like, you know, aligned with your path and okay, all of those types of good things. And my kids know that anytime I see four, 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 I get really excited because it must mean that I'm where I'm supposed to be in any given moment. Okay. So it might be on the back of a license tag. It could be on a phone number on a building. This is a kids, fun. That's a fun game for your kids, man. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it really is. Uh, so, like, if you look through my camera roll of my phone, you'll see a lot of screenshots of four, four, four. But when I see that on my time, if I catch it, I'll, I'll screenshot it because I almost feel like I caught the good luck. Yeah, that yeah. Makes any sense. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, but that was four, four, four. Great. 444 was amazing. It was literally, I mean, Jay-Z, what I've also loved about him, he's one of the only rappers that I, in my opinion, that has really matured with his music. I mean, you, you see the growth, you see, I mean, when he got married to Beyonce, you know, elements of that started coming into his music. You know, when he had kids, that started getting into his music. 
Um, and 444 is just a real, it's almost like spoken word, like okay. over a beat. It's, it's very confessional. It's, uh, this is like right when Jay-Z and Beyonce were having like marital issues. So it's like really laced with a lot of like painful personal stuff. Um, but it's just done in a way that's just, that I think is massive. Do you think that it uh, because he started when he was 25 that he sort of had already grown up a little bit and was willing um, to sort I'm, of hear it? Um, I'm, I'm sure that it had something to do with it. Um, and I think just his lifestyle just growing up. I think the environment that he came out of, it forced him to mature quickly and to become, I mean, you know, his father left when he was, you know, early on, you know, uh, his uncle was killed in the streets and his father just really couldn't handle it. And they right. kind of went out and was basically just looking, searching the streets for his uncle's or his brother's killer. Okay. And, you know, it just took him down a dark path and, you know, he just couldn't get back off of it. Um, well, it's so, yeah, it's I, so I, interesting, you know, like when children are raised with that much sort of trauma and, and uh, not even sort of, but uh, with, with trauma and yeah. having to grow up, so quickly it can it can mm-hmm. go in so many different ways it can give you a sense of responsibility and you're like i got to take care of the younger kids i have to figure out how the remaining right. parent can be helped i have mm-hmm. to uh i want to get out of this neighborhood which was my brother russ he's like this town can fuck itself i gotta go uh <laughs> so i'm gonna go to college and uh, uh so but uh but the i mean so it could do that but it could also lead to I have to stay here and be the king of this area to prove that this can be made to work, which yeah. can sometimes stagnate, you know, which, in, which is oh, why, which is why uh, uh, we should all treat children like children, which are the precious items that they are and allow them to be Amen. children and grow up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Um, I don't have any kids. I can say anything I want. Uh, no. <laughs> I have 13 nieces and nephews, so oh, wow. I, uh, okay. f- full of, full of opinions, but Absolutely. so, so with, um, are you doing a lot of child care, uh, like not child care, but I mean like teaching of the kids oh, Are you yeah, and your completely. wife. And I, I used to teach school. So I mean, for me, that's one of the blessings that kind of came out of this pandemic situation. I mean, it was thrown on us all and all of us have been scrambling and trying to make the most sense of it. But at least I had some sense of how to, you know, read through a lesson plan or look at a lesson and pull out the key components. Yeah. That's huge. All that type of stuff. So, um, it's still difficult with three kids and they're a different grade. Well, my twins are obviously in the same class, but my oldest, you know, so trying to split the time and trying to make sure everyone's, you know, getting what they need in an equitable way. Um, right, right. So they don't feel ripped off. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the uh, but that is kind of amazing because you taught uh, grammar school, right? You taught uh, grade school? I taught kindergarten. I taught kindergarten oh, okay. uh, for 10 years and Aww. then um, a few other grades before I... Right before I missed, I, I retired from teaching probably 14 years in. Um, and that's right when I started stand up while I was teaching. Okay. And my whole thing was once I could replace my uh, teaching salary with comedy, I was going to dip. And that, that is gutsy stuff, too, because uh, yes, I was yes. I was never able to quit until I was like, 
please just quit. Just quit the day job and believe in yourself. Uh, and eventually yeah. you just got to take the step and do it. And it turns Absolutely. out... God's not going to drop you. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll figure it out. You're we're we're adults, and uh, and I and I've never been against going back to a day job. You know, I'll always do stand up. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah. whenever I meet a comic who's like, I could never have a day job. I was like, you have thumbs, right? Right? You could answer a phone. Right. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you mean you couldn't do it? Couldn't. Right. Yeah. 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 I've definitely never completely closed off that part of my mind. You know, yes, which any, I think any, any anything can happen. So okay, I like well, okay. to stay flexible. So we are pushing an hour. I will say that, and uh, I would, okay. uh, but I like the idea of of looking up reasonable doubt, which is his first album, and this four 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 is th- is that his last album? Uh, or has he had one, one since? Um, that is the last one that he's released. Four four four. Yeah. So yeah, that'd so be right a good way to book in. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be a good way to see the sort of the arc of, you know. Absolutely. Is, do you have a favorite uh, story song? I love a, I love. Uh, that's why I sometimes love country music. Let there be a truck right. and some lady that you're in I love understand. with. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, I'm trying to think what is one of my uh, all-time favorites. There's so many. Um, the title track from Four Four Four. Okay. Is, is amazing. Um, okay. Part story, part kind of like just confessional. Okay. But it's, it's done in a very succinct way. And the way that he kind of puts it together, it, it, it flows real nice. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, yeah. To be able to spend, you know, it's like stand-up where if you spend 25 years working on something, it's, it's admirable yeah. to get better at it. And to mm-hmm. be a more whole person as you go forward, and it Absolutely. sounds like he really is, which is kind of yeah, the whole goal I, I would think. Yeah, and the, the whole yeah. genre gets a lot of guff, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. as being just sort of young, dumb, and stupid or oh, broke, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, Jay's one of these guys. I mean, I mean, he just got inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Awesome. Uh, you know, any accolade musically that you can think of every large festival, whether it's international or domestic. I mean, he's done it. Um, and I just think he's the guy that really, uh, really has a clear idea of who he is. Yeah. And, and which can get lost. It. it can get he's lost a, when you're making a billion dollars or whatever, you know, when you're making yeah. this giant bag of money, you can, mm-hmm. I mean, cause you look at, you know, you look at Ellen and you're just uh, like, I take it she was a jackass. And you just surround yourself with, you know, everyone telling you you're right all the time and nobody right. telling you, well, sometimes you're not right. You know, you just need, absolutely. you need a, yeah, you just need a, a someone to a hold you. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. It has been really great meeting you, Jason. Uh, this has been fa- great meeting you. Yeah. We have gone from, uh, uh, the Loch Ness, you don't know. It could be real, Rangers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> through to the your love of Post-it notes at Home Depot, and of course, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then Jay Z. I learned a little bit more about Jay Z, which is always important. Oh, cool! Yeah. So thank you so much for doing the show, everybody. I'm talking with Jason Weems. It's at Jason Weems Comedy on Instagram at Jason uh, J W Weems Comedy on. Twitter, and of course, the album's called Unknown and the special by the same name on Amazon. Thanks for yeah. doing the show. Absolutely. And ra- 
Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?